another class from beatstudy.com. Welcome back to the podcast, people. My name is Victor Komonibor, and I remain the host of the Flat Out Podcast. I know you guys are probably tired of just hearing Victor talk, 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 but man, I've got some stuff to get off my chest. And yeah, before we get into today's scoop, please and please subscribe to the podcast. It's on every audio platform you can think of Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Just Google it, you will find it there. And subscribe to our YouTube channel as well, please. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, we've got some projects we are working on, and I'm pretty sure you like this. This, the kind of content I feel should have been out there a long time ago, especially for athletes who are in Nigeria or in Africa, who do not have the kind of visibility that we they need to get to a certain place in your careers. I, I think it's a good thing, and we also have some shows with some top top names already. I know one give out all the scoop now, but <laughs> and yeah, follow us on our social media pages: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We have conversations on there every day, every freaking day. Content are posted, so do that, please. Do that out. In fact, one minute while you listen to it, just enjoy the soundtrack. Okay, done. <laughs> but on that day, man, what's going on? Um. I really want to touch on this quickly because um, I'm hoping this will be the last solo episode of this um, season. Uh, fortunately, we've been unable to get some guests through because of your schedule and all, but very soon, I think we'll, we'll get everything well-rounded. But this is one issue that has lingered for so, so long. And right now, the repercussions are right in our faces. The MBBF is doing some crazy, crazy ass things in Nigeria. If you don't know what the MBBF is at this point, it is the Nigerian Basketball Federation. There's not been a national league in the country for about five years. And when I say national league, I mean something that's organized by the body as is recognized without any issues, like nobody's fighting somebody. Just to give people a backstory, so there was this court case and there was an election and people did not agree on who won, so they took it to court and the court case held up for a few years, made a big fuss about things. Kwese was one of the sponsors for a certain year. A lot of money was was pumped into the league for the year 2017. Unfortunately, Kwese went bankrupt. I don't know if they actually put down all the money that they had claimed to uh, uh, budgeted for the league to run in, for the five-year tenure that they wanted to sponsor. But I know for that year, 2017, um, there was a lot of money that was put into the league. And, and that was the first time the league actually had a very nice structure, you know. But that happened. And after that year... It's been war, battles, issues upon issues. It's crazy to see that till the year 2022, the election has not happened. The election that should have happened that many years ago, it never happened. And now, the BAL that came into the, the limelight last year, it seems Nigeria will not be participating. Last year, we had Rivers Upas. And they did not perform great. Um, it was disappointing. A lot of people were disappointed. I, for one, was disappointed. But 
I understood from a player standpoint and from a team standpoint that these guys have not been playing in a consistent league where they face up against guys that are on their own level. So going into the BL as big as it is after playing a two-week tournament makes no sense. No matter how much you practice, you will need to play competitive games against guys that are as good as you are or better. So I understood it wasn't going to be a great run for them. Now this year, the um, FIBA has sent a memo to the Nigerian Basketball Federation that they it seems like they don't recognize the the winners of the so-called league that was set up by the National Sports Commission. And this all falls back to the issue of the elections. It is insane. Because if it continues like this, sanctions will definitely be filed. And once that happens, international tournaments gone, referees, officials, they will not be able to get into those tournaments. They actually get them paid. Not the tertiary nonsense that happens in Nigeria every now and then. And in fact, it affects them a whole lot than the players because players can actually apply their trade somewhere else. They don't have to sit in the country. But the other issue is you, had, you need a platform to actually showcase your talent so that other teams will see you, better teams will see you, and you say, okay, that's the guy I want. It, it makes no sense at this point. I just feel like egos of those men, the administrators, are, have ruined the game of basketball in the country that players have to settle for less in fact way below the average it is bad but i also blame the players man people got to stand up for what they believe in but it's one of those things that i've noticed in nigeria it's everybody is connected to somebody else and if this person is connected to this they don't see the light they are all on that person saying okay this person is the right person just it's the same way our government is because they are connected to uncle here that is leading so 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 and so somewhere is the correct alpha and omega anything he says is final so I don't want to dwell too much on that. Speaking of international tournaments, the FIBA World Cup for the women's category is coming up in February. And I think there's a deadline for the elections in Nigeria. It has to be done by 31st or so. I think that was the last thing I saw. Now, if that is not done, that is not accomplished, we can start to kiss all those tournaments bye-bye. And I don't even think the ladies are ready to play because we still have issues down with their money. <laughs> ah, Niger, 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 my country. Hey, hey, it's it's sad to see. I laugh about it, but it is sad to see. Um, let's move away from the issues that we are facing in my dear motherland. So I want to touch on something that uh, it actually came across my mind a few... In fact, I, I can't remember for how long now I've, been, I've thought about it. I think the reason why this is coming out now is because I've tried a, my best to actually get uh, a co-host. But unfortunately, we've been unable to get that rolling. It's on me, people. I've been more than no vex. Make me no vex, but it's on me. Anyway... This is something we'll probably discuss later on, but I just want to touch on it real quick. I think we can all agree that this is the most talented era in the game of basketball. I don't think we've seen players from the guys that are on the bench to the starters, to the stars, to the superstars, to those elite players 
who are as talented as they are right now. We got players that, if they sit on the bench, they are the 15th man on the squad on the roster. They can go somewhere else and start for their team. It's, that's how talented the league is. But I still feel personally that there's a missing element in the game of basketball. And it's not just the NBA. I know a lot of people we are we gravitate towards the NBA a lot because it's the biggest league in the world. Everybody watches it. Our eyes are on it. But I also watch the European basketball leagues. I watch some African basketball leagues. I watch the women's game as well. I play this game. In fact, I go to parks. I watch a lot of people play. And yes, we are very talented. Everybody in this era at this point who plays basketball is extremely talented. You can't kill the talent. It's it's something that has leaped beyond um, our imaginations. Because back in the days, in the 90s, in the 80s, you can only pick out like three, four guys who are extremely gifted, extremely talented, way over every other person. But right now, that gap is not as wide anymore. You have so many guys, like I said earlier, the 15 man on the roster can go somewhere else and he can tear things up, he can <laughs> drop daddy on someone. But like I also said, there's a missing element and this is just my opinion. I just feel there's this thing that doesn't make it click. And we see it on every team. Um, you watch early 2000s and you can sense that these guys really want it. It's more than just wanting it. I don't know how to place this. I don't know how to really say it to, to paint a picture. Okay. You look at Kobe, the Mamba mentality. You see how he goes through his routines, why he's doing the stuff he's doing. Nowadays, I see players who go through similar routines, but you don't see that vigor in their eyes. You don't see that want, that that greatness in everything that they do. I understand that the game has changed. Is I won't say it's soft. It's more talented. The rules have evolved, but very few guys still carry that look in their eyes that I want this so much. And that's the that's the it factor. A lot of players, a lot of teams, a lot of organizations across the globe, not just the NBA, lack. You look at LeBron and you see, okay, this team is struggling, but it's definitely not LeBron's fault. You look at a guy like Joel Embiid and what he has been doing of late. Watch the way he attacks the game. Watch the way he prepares for those games. And watch the way he puts on every time they play. The look in his eyes is different. You can feel the sense of urgency with the way things revolve around him. And a lot of players lack that in today's game. Funny enough, I had a game like some days ago and we're talking about (laughs) one of our teammates. The boy can actually shoot the ball. I'm not going to eat him out on this, but he can shoot the ball. Boy is just the wildest player. He wants to take every shot. He wants to do everything. He doesn't look to make the team better. And I cannot blame him. He's pretty young. He's that stage where he has to learn how to really play the game with people and, you know, find a way to adapt to whatever the game brings to him. Evolve in his own way and still be effective as a player that he is. But we're talking and someone said it feels like he's the best shooter on the team. 
And I told the guy, it feels like that. It is okay to feel like that, but he knows he's not the best shooter on the team. You can feel like you are really good, but you know that you are not really good. <laughs> and it all comes back to the the will, you wanting something, the that that thing that makes it click. And like I said earlier, I I will keep on going over this. A lot of players miss out on that point that this game of basketball, it's not just an escape for you to make funds, it's for you to um, run away from your your problems and all that. All that is your motivation to stay on the court. But you wanting it to another level is different. And that is the element I think we lack in today's game. It may just be me, but bruh, I see it every day and I'm getting tired of it. Even when you look at YouTube highlights, you look at all those guys that are basketballers, but also YouTubers, they go around from park to park, they have fun, they do. Some of them, you'll notice that it is different. The way they attack the game. Okay, so if you watch YouTube a lot, you know um, this ball is live squad. I think the West Coast or East Coast. Um, Frank Nibby. This guy played pro. He's 32 years old. He played pro abroad, um, overseas. He played in the big three. That's the three-on-three tournament that Ice Cube hosted. Um, now it's with the ball is life squad and they go to parks. They play. They, they set up games and all that. Once Every time I see him play, although he's entertaining them folks with all the gimmicks and all the little things. In fact, it's not even about the gimmicks. It's just the straight-up stupor. He shows it that I have this sense of urgency. I want to do this shit. I own this shit. I actually do it because <laughs> I am different from you guys. And that is what really takes people to the next level. Like knowing that uh, it is more than just the highlights of this whole system. And a lot of us lack it right now. I know we like to lie. A lot of players like it. If you can find it, man, go find that shit. <laughs> Honestly speaking, go and find it because we, we seem to have missed it somewhere. The NBA has taught us so many good things and it has also taught us a lot of terrible things. And I think if people are, are catching up to the terrible ones more than the good things. I needed to get out of my chest. Hopefully, the message actually gets to some people and it triggers something in their heads because it needs to change. And as the game grows, a lot of things will change. You're not getting, you see now, we are looking at 120, 150 scores everywhere. Even European basketball, we're getting the hundreds a lot more. But I can tell you that the way the game changed from the 90s to the 2000s, to the 2010s, now to the 2020s, it's going to change again to another level that we do not even know yet. So for anyone to be able to survive through these changes, you have to have that thing, that it factor. I did talk plenty, but it is what it is. It has to be said. <laughs> on our next episode, we'll definitely talk more on evolution of the game, of us as people. Uh, a lot of things continue to change, and sometimes you wonder, like, really... 10 years ago, I wouldn't have thought this would have happened. But like I said, it is what it is. <laughs> Things got to change. And do not forget that the podcast is team basketball and everything else. So we talk about different stuff. Even though basketball is the main focus, we are able to go around and chat, pick up some topics from every single area. <laughs> Till next time, people. Stay safe. Stay frosty. Zazu. <laughs> Ze. <laughs>
another classic from Beats. Beatstone.